Hello, welcome to the Dentist Puppet Playbook podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Hadi Singh, helping you grow your facial aesthetics business. So, wow, what a year. 47 podcast episodes recorded and released in 2023. Over 10,000, just short of 11,000 actually, downloads this year. And celebrating our two-year anniversary of this podcast started in December 2021, for anyone that's not very good at maths. So what I thought for my final podcast of the year is to recap the, my insights, my favourites and finale of the season and to look forward to next season series of podcasts starting in January 2024. So let's have a look at the recap um, month by month of the year. Said 47 episodes. You'll be glad to I'm not going to be going through every single episode. Um but we'll go through the main ones per month and then explain what's going to be happening um, for the next season in 2024. So in January, I um, started off with peak performers. What are your peak performance habits? Because you want to be the best version of yourself um, to serve your patients, your team the best way you can. And I've had a quite a remarkable year. I've lost 18 kilos only started in June, um, 18 kilos, been training most times twice a day, been really good on my nutrition, high fat, high protein diet, cut out most carbs, giving up alcohol, giving up sugar. God, that was the worst first week ever, the um, biggest headaches. But oh my God, my focus, my energy, my sleep, my skin quality, but more importantly, how I serve my patients has been amazing. Our businesses have had record turnovers compared to previous years, especially with the cost of living and a lot of people struggling, not obviously to grow, but we've gone in the opposite way. And I think it has been um, attributed to my peak performance. So that's why I always recommend to start that in January, but start that anytime. But especially if you haven't, look at your peak performance habits. What's your rituals? What's your mindset? Mindset is everything, especially the way my PT does it. Uh, one of my worst exercises is the wall sit. If anyone's done it, you'll understand. You'll sit um, back against the wall and you're going to hold the squat position for as long as you can. So I was getting to about 40, 45 seconds, giving up. And he goes, you've got at least another 15, 30 seconds in. You're going, no way. He goes, the mind gives up before um, your body does. So a week later, we tried it again. And I got to one minute, 15 seconds. My legs were shaking. And now I can do two and a half minutes. And that mindset is critical because we're all going to have adversities, obstacles, roadblocks doing our business and personal journey. Your mindset is critical. Now I've found because I've strengthened my mindset, when I do encounter any um, roadblocks or setbacks, I can deal with it a lot better. And the final thing I want to say about peak performance, I sound like a uh, reborn Christian, um, is your identity. Everything starts with identity. So I'm not ashamed to say that I had some um, cravings when I first started um, detoxing my training. I was so tempted to open the fridge door and eat that cake, um, especially when my wife leaves it right in my eye view. But I said to myself, what is identity? What would a world class athlete doing this situation and I took something much more healthier maybe for example blueberries so what is your identity so that was what we covered in peak performance in January then in February 
guess what we looked at, which is something everyone is talking about now. You heard it, not first here, but you heard it as one of the first few people, chat GPT. If you look at our episodes in February 2023, I was talking about chat GPT, what impact it's going to have, how you can use it in your business and personal life. And some people were laughing at me saying, oh, it's a fade and it's going to go away, but look at it now. If you haven't got into ChatGPT, I highly recommend it. It's improving all the time. I use it for um, many professional use, giving me ideas for blogs, newsletters. Let's say I'm doing a promotional activity on Lips. I'll come up with an idea or headline, and then I'll ask ChatGPT to give me five alternatives for um, encompassing certain features I want to be including a headline. And some of the headlines it comes up with are NAF, but some of them are winners and I go with those winners. So, and I mentioned it back in February, 2023. Then in March, one of the favorite podcasts looked at ethical selling. Obviously it's a bit of an oxymoron because we are ethical when we're selling, but we want to emphasize the word selling. So as I said, replace the word selling with serving. You are serving your patients. We are never going to recommend something that is not going to benefit our patients, that's going to give value to our patients. It is your duty, the onus is on you, to serve, one, as many patients as possible, but two, to serve them to the best of your ability. And that means sometimes saying no to patients, but also disagreeing with what they want done because they could be looking at the consequence of aging, not the cause of aging. So if you do have a problem with selling, replace it with serving, and you are serving your patients, giving them all the options. And as we know, most of the time, not one single treatment procedure modality is going to solve their problems. You do need to look at an array of treatment menu options. And I know some people are worried about, some clinicians are worried about, Patients saying no. Well, first, if you never ask, the answer is always no. And two, you're serving from purpose. You're not selling or serving to make as much money as possible. Then we moved over to April and we looked at funnel marketing, one of the most critical things I do for all my marketing activities. So the problem is if you do any marketing promotional campaigns or your website is one off transaction. Patients are either going to buy or they're not going to buy. With funnel marketing, you're getting patients from all different degrees of buying stages. So they may not be ready right now, but then you can get them on your email list. They may be ready to buy, may ask more questions. You can follow up with emails or free consultation. They may be ready to buy and they've got the money and they just want to book straight away. So you can tackle all those types of different types of buyers because with funnel marketing you capture these you get a steady stream of new leads that you can nurture and when they're ready they'll buy from you and you're dealing with patients that are ready to buy so if you haven't incorporated funnel marketing by dealing with all the different types of buyers i highly urge you to look at that over the festive period and get that incorporated Then in May, we looked at sustainability. I'm going to hold my hands up here. I've done some of the things that I um, listened to while I'm doing the podcast. I haven't done everything. And that's why it's quite good to have this recap reflect because one for a selfish reason, it makes me look at what I said I was going to do and what I didn't. So I'm going to recap 
my team are going to hate me tomorrow because I'm going to say, okay, we said we were going to do this regarding sustainability and we're not doing it. Let's get on with it. And that's one of the good things I always do at the end of the year is reflect on what I said I was going to do and what one praise yourself. Always start off with good news, what you did do, but also look at what you didn't do. Why didn't you do it? and how you can correct that. So sustainability, what have you done in your clinics to reduce your carbon footprint? Then in June, we had my cousin, Dr. Raj, talking about his um, experience with aesthetics, of being a doctor, his um, celebrity lifestyle there. He's actually in pantomime at the moment. Um, so have a look at that in terms of anything as possible how we emphasize this ethical treatment we're all going to be doing. Then moving to July, we talked about the importance of clinic software. So I'll get a lot of my delegates and aesthetic practice say, oh, it's a waste of money. I can't afford to pay 100, 200 pounds a month. Um, I'll just stick to pen and paper or use my dental software. I will tell you, clinic software, whichever company you go with, is not going to be a cost, it's a return of investment. The amount of stuff I can do in my software in terms of automated texts, emails, reminders, the amount of no-shows and cancellations have reduced dramatically because patients are getting their reminders via text and email, but also patients that haven't booked in three to four months um, in the future, they get reminders sent as well. And so many patients that come up to me because oh, thanks for that email you sent because I completely forgot I was doing my filler appointment, toxin appointment. You only need your software to produce you one recurring returning patient that maybe not would have come back to make it worth the while of the monthly investment. And we segment our email database on the clinic software. So it's so easy to find out who's had dermal fillers, who's had toxin. And let's say we're running a promotion on dermal fillers we will email all our toxin patients to try and convert them into dermal fillers. Obviously, going back to ethical selling, we're not going to give them fillers, uh, undertake fillers on them unless they really need it. Then August, September, my favourite topic, my favourite podcast, I talked about the eight A's of the patient journey. So what have you done? What have you incorporated? You need to go back. The eight A's, when I found out about it, because it wasn't called the eight A's then. I made these names, um, trademark, not trademark, and they used them in my clinic in the face of the clinic. The eight A's, assess, admit, affirm, activate, acclimatize, accomplish, and adopt. You need to excel in each of those because we know it's a competitive industry. So we need to make ourselves stand out and patients will remember not what you said or what you did, but sometimes it will with facial aesthetics, but how you made them feel. So look at assess. When patients are choosing who to go, are you the number one person they should choose? Admit, once they decided they want to go ahead with treatment, how easy is it to make an appointment with you? Do you have different communication channels? Um, we've been a bit late to the field party. We never had online booking, but oh my God, people book at Sunday, 2 a.m. in the morning, or Monday, 2 a.m. in the morning, people got insomnia. Obviously, we don't have a reception at that time, but we look at our online bookings and go, oh, my God, don't people have a social life that they want to get any sleep? So once they admit that they have a problem and they want to see you, do you make it easy? It could be a chatbot on your website or social media. It could be online booking. Because people want to book 
at a time that's convenient for them, not maybe at nine to five office hours. A firm, once they've booked, what do you send them to congratulate their decision to go ahead? Activate their come in. What are the wow moments at the beginning of the journey? I.e. do you offer them drinks, treat them as a guest in your house? What is the end of the journey? Because most people emphasize the beginning at the end. Do you give them a goodie bag at the end of the visit? Acclimatize, what is the process of following up? How often do they need to come back? How do they come back? Get them used to your way of doing business. Accomplish, they've achieved the results that they want. How do you congratulate them? And then adopt, how do you get them into your tribe, into your community, looking at newsletters, looking at referrals, looking at Google reviews. Then in October, we talked about internal marketing, importance of marketing without spending a penny. And when I teach during my courses, I always emphasize internal marketing, internal marketing, internal marketing. A lot of people go on social media first because it's um, sexy, is the latest craze. It's not that latest, but it still is a craze. So people think they need to be on social media. Yeah, you do need to have a presence on social media, but that's not my number one marketing activity if you've got existing patients, if you're a dentist or dental hygienist, stroke therapist. Because you've got patients that know, like, and trust you already, they're going to be the easiest to convert. They're what we call is the lowest hanging fruit. So we talked about my script when I was a dentist, every single patient talked about, do they know anyone interested in facial aesthetics, not to offend them. Another angle you can come up with, which is a bit more direct, is to say to your patients, and this includes your facial aesthetic patients once they're happy with treatment, um, do you know anyone else that's interested or who else would be interested in facial aesthetics? So it just puts a bit more onus on them and they'll think about who else could be interested. We talked about newsletters, associated with AI, ChatGPT, obviously there are other AI platforms available. Newsletters should be so easy to produce and send. Look at open emails. So those are the three main activities for internal marketing that you need to be doing on a regular basis. Asking every patient, whether it's converting dental patients to aesthetic, but also asking your current aesthetic patients if you're well-established to refer you more, newsletters and open evenings. So in November, we talked about the product staircase. So as well as having your funnel marketing, we are catering for different buyers' needs. You do not want to be just offering one service. Because there is always going to be a small percentage of patients that are willing to spend more and always ask me, what else have you got? So you need to have that staircase starting red, as we said, more like a do-it-yourself, then I'm done with you, then done for you. So do-it-yourself could be selling skin products. Done with you could be um, laser treatments, fat dissolving certain injectables because you're, re you're relying on the patient to contribute to the end result. And then a done for you is a complete full face transformation that is 100% reliant on what you do to the patient. So readdress your products their case, but also brand them. Use ChatGPT, you can see I use it a lot, to say, okay, what, um, it could be the name, let's say you want to name a lip filler package. What I'd recommend is say, go on to ChatGPT, say, give me five alternatives on um, trademarking, um, product name 
of a lip filler pack is either incorporate your clinic name, put your clinic name into the um, prompt, or incorporate your name, put your name in, like, for example, Dr. Avicin. And then it will come up with five alternatives. And as I said, some of them will be a load of others. Two of you will be really good. And then the trick with ChatGPT is to prompt it even further, saying, I like number two and number three. Please give me five more alternatives to number two and number three. And then you just basically distill it that way. Don't go with the first choice. Always give it more prompts and you come up with eventually three or four versions of the one you really like. So December, which is now. So how do you end the year? So most people slow down in terms of their marketing, um, their general promotional activities. Basically do what the opposite are doing. What I do between Christmas and New Year, I double down on my marketing. Most people have a lot more time. They're going to be going on social media. So this is where I do double down on social media. So they're going to be going on social media and have time and scrolling. Why not post more combination of educational and promotional because everyone else is not doing it. Also, if you're doing Facebook ads or social media ads, um, they will be a lot cheaper during the festive period for certain services because most people stop advertising then because they think no one's going to look on social media. But you'll find a lot of people are bored, they're stuffed with Christmas turkey, can't stand a family anymore, and they go on their phone. Also, how do you finish past the finishing line? So... When uh, my daughter was doing athletics, I remember something her coach said, don't imagine the finish line where it is. Imagine the finish line 10 metres ahead or where it is. You will zip past that finishing line. What most people do towards the end of the year, they slow down. Athletes don't slow down to the finishing line. They speed up. So imagine the finishing line is 10 metres ahead of the actual, let's say, 100 metre finish line. You will sprint through that finishing line. So double down on your marketing, your promotional, as I said, combination of educational and sales. Okay, so that leads me to the end. So as I said, hopefully you've enjoyed some of my podcasts. You've got 47 to choose from. Thank you for the 10,000 downloads. Thank you for sticking with us for the two-year anniversary when we start in December 2021. So what we're looking for is going to be more external guest speakers for the next season starting in January 2024. So watch this space. We will put, put information material out on who we've got speaking. We've got some excellent guests already lined up uh, for next year. So keep your ears peeled for um, our new season in January 2024. So hope you have a great festive period. Happy New Year, and I look forward to for you listening to my podcast for 2024.